I spent eight years trying to reach him, and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. Today we are discussing Halloween. 1978. <laughs> I don't know. I'm freaking goofy. Uh, let's see. This movie is directed by John Carpenter. Screenplay by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. Actually, I did find out that John Carpenter is the primary writer of the the story and the males, and Deborah Hill focused on the females so that just to give you some clarification if you haven't seen the movie that's that's how the movie was laid out <laughs> um most people know halloween 1978 as the classic film um that spooked everybody featuring michael myers in the mask you know the 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 figure um let me just give you uh, the synopsis for anyone that has not seen this movie. Let's do it. Fifteen years after murdering his sister on Halloween night, 1963, Michael Myers escapes from a mental hospital and returns to a small town of Haddonville to kill again. Um, yeah, it, this movie was done on a stellar, stellar small budget, and it was uh, actually considered an indie film at the time, which is one of the most successful indie films of all time, costing $300,000 to make at the time. Half of the budget went to just a lens they used. So really, the movie cost $150,000. Um, they were balling on a major budget. Budget, sorry. Um, <laughs> um, it it was it cost three hundred thousand, and it went on to gross forty seven million dollars. Yeah, that is uh, something to spook about. Um, it is crazy how much money this made just off of uh, probably. I would say merchandising as well. I, I mean, it created so many different. Uh, it, it, it spawned a franchise. It, I, I, I honestly have not seen all of the Halloweens. I do know that it, what is it? Halloween, um, one, two, three, and then there's H two O, and then there's uh, Resurrection, and there's uh, is Freddy versus Jason? No, no, no. That's it. Sorry. I, I, there's there is. A lot of shit. I get those guys confused. They they jump into this mix sometimes in my head. I don't know. They're all ugly motherfuckers. Uh, but yeah. So there, it, it, it spawned several other movies after this. And I mean, you, it goes to show you. I mean, it, franchising works in, in some opinion. Um, now, was the story all there? Eh, not so much. Um, why are we doing this podcast now? We are doing this podcast because Halloween 2018 has been announced and it's coming out, I believe, at the end of this week. This is, uh, I'm currently doing this on uh, Sunday the 14th. Um, I believe at the end of this week, uh, 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 October 14th, at the end of this week, uh, is the opening of Halloween 2018. 
in the States. So um, I wanted to go back and check out the old school one, uh, old school 78 version uh, directed by John Carpenter, um, just to understand, you know, what spawns such a, a, a universe and such a big franchise and uh, spooked everybody. You know, it wasn't really that spooky. So after watching it, I will do kind of a spoiler free section, spoiler, you know, how I like doing, you know, spoiler, spoiler free section for people who haven't seen it. Um, have not seen the movie. Jamie Lee Curtis um, does an excellent job. We'll go kind of a little bit. I mean, there's, it's not a very big lineup. I would say Jamie Lee Curtis. This is one of her, I think it's, it's her direct, it's her act, acting debut. I want to say, was that her first? I know she was on television before she was on Halloween. I think she was on one episode of the Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys, um, Columbo, Quincy M.E., and then she was on Halloween. And she was, she was, this was her first movie. And so, uh, it, it was excellent. In 1978, yeah, uh, let me see, hold on, sorry. She was... Jamie Lee Curtis was on Operation Petticoat, Charlie's Angels, The Love Boat, and she was only on these things for one episode. So this was her her debut. Um, this um, led her to go into several other horror film uh, related topics. Uh, sorry, movies. Um, Prom Night, 1980, Terror Train, 1980, The Fog, 1980. I mean, everybody wanted her in a movie after that. And um, Halloween 2 came out not too long ago, uh, uh, long after, in 1981. And then we had uh, Halloween uh, 3, which I'm not even sure if she was in, in it, um, 1982. And, uh, yeah, and so she's... She's been well known for tons and tons of roles outside of Halloween, but I mean, she really put the stamp on the official one, and so they had to bring Jamie Lee Curtis back. They said she's so good, we gotta bring her back, and so they are canceling. I think Halloween two, three, four, five, Resurrection, and whatever else the fuck they made H two O or whatever Halloween gotta get you water or something. I don't it, it, fucking they they said fuck it all. They said fuck it, and gotta do it again we're doing it live fuck it we're doing it live and um yeah so they're bringing her back we're gonna have a halloween sequel the official one relatively the official one directed by uh the pineapple express director um let me see pineapple express director david gordon green is creating the new halloween 2018 alongside danny mcbride writing um so that that's going to be super exciting. Um, let me see who else is on the, the screenplay of this. Danny McBride, Jeff Fraidley, John Carpenter characters. Oh, the characters are by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. So they get writing creds as well. Um, yeah, this was a crazy fucking movie. But one thing I heard was when they first released this movie is they released it without music. And so what a big factor of this movie is is well of a lot of scary movies is sound and the reaction and so if you have a solid sound and you have a solid reaction of someone reacting to the sound i think as the viewer you are 
you will be emotionally tied to this connection, to this, uh, to, to what's happening. So because Jamie Lee Curtis is so good, because the sound, because the, the, the editing works so well, this is a fantastic movie. Now it's done on such a small budget. Um, you can certainly tell it's done on a certain uh, super small budget. I mean, certain scenes, you it's so hard to see. Apparently, they couldn't afford lights. I mean, if they spent half the budget on, uh, you know, a lens, and they only had a $150,000 budget, and they had to spend, you know, however much on actors, I think what Jamie Lee Curtis only got paid a couple thousand originally to do that role, but it was in, you know, royalties and stuff coming back. That's how you really make the money. So... Um, yeah, I think, yeah, it's a little kooky, it's a little corny, the camera work is what really sells it, I think, even from the beginning, first shot, I mean, you under, you see, uh, in the synopsis, it says, you know, the murder happening by, uh, Michael Myers as a young boy, but it's in first-person perspective, and, I mean, how many movies do we even see today in first-person perspective and how that's how rare that is and effective in, in some scenarios? But, um, yeah, this is, uh, I think it, it, it does a powerful, it has a powerful opening. And it, it, it's the camera work and the cin cinematography and the way that things are, um, are shown that really, um, and, and the storytelling technique is, is what makes this effective. So... If this movie was released today, which, you know, we're going to have a 2018 version, what's the difference? I think that's the the biggest thing. I mean, for people that haven't seen the, the 1978 version, um, I would say that it feels like a 1978 movie, but I, in one or two scenes, you're going to be scared. Um, but other than that, there's a couple, you know, things about it that just don't make sense. Having... having Michael Myers as a serial killer with a mask on standing in broad daylight can be on one one side really scary but on the other side just super stupid it almost kind of gives the effect of like a uh some of the superhero movies when the um the superhero has a, the you know the cape or the costume on or whatever the hell they're wearing and they look dorky and they don't fit within the universe I could see this happening with uh, a 2018 version of Michael Myers, um, or if you look back at the 78 version. Um, but yeah, the, the majority of the 78 version is more of a suspense film, and it really doesn't kick off. And I mean, you don't, there is not a, a big one on one match until very, uh, I, I don't want to say when, when there's, you know, when you see Jamie Lee Curtis really go off, because, I mean, everyone is, you know, that's what we're relatively there to see, but, um, it's later in the movie than you think. Um, I'm not, I'm kind of being a little vague for people that haven't seen it yet, but, um, yeah, it, it's much more of a suspense film than I remember. Um, it's very much building up the lore of, um, Michael Myers, who he is, where, uh, where we are in the story and in the town, I mean, we, there, there is killing going on, but it's not like, <clears throat> it, sometimes it's, uh, the, the, 
the violence is kind of all over the place, in my opinion. I'm in in sort of the writing as well, honestly. I mean, uh, they 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 address like how does Michael Myers get around that type of thing. I mean, uh, if he's been in a mental institution for I don't know uh, through most of his life, when the hell did he ever learn to drive? And the majority of the movie, he's driving, or you know, he's driving around. Um, yeah, it's just um, kind of weird. Uh, they didn't really. I mean, they, they bring attention to it in the movie, um, but, like, everyday things that Michael Myers would know, uh, I like, we, we have no insight on this character, and so it's very difficult to um, understand, I mean, this as an entity. I mean, they really do, I think they call, they, they say, call him an it in one of the scenes, and so the, the psychologist does. Um, Played by, uh, what's his face? Jeez, uh, um, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Sorry. Donald Pleasance, who plays Loomis, who is the psychologist, who is looking for Michael Myers throughout most of the movie. Um, I think most of his... His dialogue is very, oh, you better be scared of Michael Myers because you never know how evil he can be. And it's very hyping up his presence and he's, he's, he's a Michael Myers hype man, but he doesn't, he's an excellent actor, but it's the delivery feels like he's coming from another movie in my opinion. So, um, and I think that might be the clashing of John Carpenter style and Deborah Hill's writing. Deborah Hill has a very grounded sense of writing, in in my opinion, of how the uh, the girls talk. I mean, the girls talk kind of like how guys guys used to talk or guys talk in movies. But I like how progressive these girls are. They're like, oh, we need to go out. We need to go have fun. We need to go do this. We need to go do that. They don't want to. Uh, stay in and be a schlub like um, Jamie Lee Curtis' character. Um, what the hell is Jamie's name in this? Uh, Laurie. Laurie's character. Um, yeah. Uh, they. I think the grounded aspects of this are what really work. And the suspense along with the camera work are in the sound, obviously, are what really tie this together. Um the other sensibilities of it being, you know, 1978 and it, it uh, uh, being kind of corny in some areas. Yeah, it is. It And some of the deaths are kind of weird and they don't really make much sense. Um, and some of the the reactions of people don't make sense in some opinions and in, in, in some aspects. Um, but yeah, I thought that overall this is a pretty successful uh, horror film and I understand why it, why it was... Uh, successful in 1978 i mean they did a great job bringing in the a strong female demographic and they also did being that it's a horror horror suspense um what is it categorized as a horror thriller okay so yeah i would say it's more of a thriller because i mean there's so much of this people like looking at things and like you know what's that who is that what is around the corner you know is that michael myers over there behind a bush um there's a lot of that and that's a great way to save on money, not actually showing anything, but just slowly bringing the camera around the corner or slowly going up 
up a, a staircase. Um, yeah, I mean, John Carpenter did a great job. I, mean, I haven't seen Big Big Trouble in Little China or something like that. Is that what it is? Um, but yeah, uh, I haven't seen that, but I, I, I definitely want to see. Oh, I didn't know that he, he did The Fog as well. And Jamie Lee Curtis was in that too. Um, didn't do as well, um, I think financially, but still. Uh, yeah, I was really, really impressed. Let me see. Anything else? Um, we'll talk about spoilers here and right now, I guess. Let's do it. So, spoilers for, uh, Halloween 1978, if you haven't seen it. Um, basically, how is he not dead? How is, how is Mike... Michael Myers not dead. I mean, what I I counted maybe he shot two to three times, stabbed one to two times with one of them being in the eye. This guy's fucked up, and then he falls out of a two-story house. So that's back problems on top of that. That's my back. <laughs> so this guy, it it wouldn't make sense on any any green earth that he would still be alive but i would really like to see in halloween 2018 for them to address what the hell happened um over these past few years um i thought the last 20 minutes with jamie lee curtis and uh my my michael myers going after him is just it's super suspenseful it is like it keeps you on the edge of your seat and the fact that she's going around to the suburbs of like a regular town of and banging on doors and ringing on uh doorbells and whatnot and people are like looking at her thinking she's crazy and just close the door like don't even open the door in her face uh or i'm saying this all wrong they don't even open the door they don't even acknowledge her presence and i think that is one of the scariest parts of this movie and it kind of reminds me of like a twilight zone a little bit you know like when something terrible is happening happening to you and all everybody does is turn and look at you and they don't you know give you a hand or something like that so i think that was one of the most terrifying scenes um michael myers just looming in the background you know i i understood that and the music generally worked, but I also found that when they first aired it, they didn't air it with music, and they said it wasn't scary. So, in three days, John Carpenter came up with like in three days, and so yeah, it's super effective as a a, a looming presence of a, a sound, but. If you use it for every time he's in the shot, it it starts to lose its flair, and I think that's probably where it uh, uh, nosedives a little bit. This movie actually feels like it could be a short film. It does feel padded in some areas. So, with saying that, if you haven't seen 1978's Halloween, I definitely think it would be worth checking out just so that you're updated on it. Um... The camera work is definitely uh, what sells it, in my opinion, in the sound. And obviously the the, the reactions and the, the, the acting of uh, uh, the stars. Everyone, um, when I say everyone, I say Donald. I'm thinking of Jamie Leakers and Donald Lucent. But uh, I also want to give credit to the uh, the kids. I, I don't think the kids are bad. Um, 
Brian Andrews, I mean, he's like 40 now, and he plays Tommy. I thought he did an excellent job as a, like a, I don't know, a six-year-old boy or whatever. Um, I I don't know exactly what he went on to do, but I don't I don't think he's doing too much now in acting. Um, I think he's mostly a, a B grade, C grade um, act actor at the moment. Oh yeah, he didn't really do that much. He isn't. Um, but uh, yeah, the the boy. Did an excellent job. Brian Andrews as a young young man did excellent job. Um, let me see. Mm. You can really see where this movie set up uh, certain tropes and certain ideas and scary movies that uh, tend to follow for you know many years later. I mean, even when it comes down to something like the the trope of the bullies. And, you know, the bullies end up, you know, running into the murderer or something like that at one point. Um, it does set up the trope of the, uh, let me think, uh, the, the suburban killer. I mean, the, you know, kind of hiding in broad, broad daylight. I mean, most most movies had not really had that idea. It was uh, scary movies that were all happening relatively at night, I would, you know, Dawn of the Dead style. I think Dawn of the Dead was out by now, by then. Let me see. Dawn of the Dawn of the Dead. It, yeah, 1978. I think it might have been around that time. I'm not sure exactly. Nah, I'm not even sure. Was it Dawn of the... I might have to do a Dawn of the Dead uh, watch, because I apparently don't know my Dawn of the Dead information. But, um, yeah. I, very well executed for such a super low budget movie i mean you could and you can tell it's low budget but it works that's 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 my thing um one memorable shot for me was um when one of the boyfriends i think is bob um is stabbed and hung on the uh like cupboard or something like that and michael myers has like a silhouette kind of behind or it shows his silhouette with the two people and it is it's a gorgeous shot. I mean, it's it's freaking horrifying for one thing, but it's also it's a gorgeous shot because it shows uh, yeah, it it shows everything. And I feel like the majority of the movie is so underlit, you don't get to see so much of it, um, fully embraced. And once it's once it's dark, it's fucking dark. That's what I'd say. Um, and so it becomes much more of a a horror thriller once it's completely dark. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I think it's definitely worth a look. Um, I see what really, um, makes this movie pop as a, you know, a, as a classic. Um, Jamie Lee did an excellent job. I think she's, she's an excellent actress just from the, the first scene you see her. I mean, you can tell that she might be just a tad timid, but she doesn't act like a first time actor. I mean, she's, um, I, I think she's great. I thought she was great. Um, really excited to see Halloween 2018. I hope it, um, does it justice. And since I haven't seen all the other Halloweens, maybe I can just say this will be my Halloween part two or something like that. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, but anyways, I thought it was an excellent movie. Uh, check us out. Rate, share, subscribe. All everything you need to know is in the show notes. I'm not gonna go through all of it. You know, Lucky Dog Podcast on Twitter, LuckyDog at Gmail dot com. 
luggedogpodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, take it easy. The, the one, one, the only, the, the classic, classic Halloween. Halloween.